Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 369th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Good to be back. Sorry we missed last week. Uh, but yeah. What do you got for us, Sandy? I know you got some updates. Yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty uh, wild month, I'll say. Um, the good news, it's all good news. Um, a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe two weeks at this point, I went to Boston for my first on-site trip uh, to the new company. They're based out of Boston. And so it was great to see people in person, really connect in the real world met my team, met the people I've been working with, so that was a great time. Uh, Real quick, can you remind me, how, how long has it been that you've been with them already? Is it like two months? Since March. Wow. Jeez yeah, Louise, yeah. time flies, doesn't it? I know. I mean, we're, we're, we're knocking on the door of Memorial Day. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like Memorial Day, and then you blink, and it's July 4th, yep. you blink, and then it's like Labor Day. Like, Labor Day is always a crazy... Uh, and I'm not trying to like derail it immediately, but no, that's fine. Labor Day is always a crazy sort of um, adult holiday because it, 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 to me, it feels like the official end of summer. Yeah, yeah, no, it really is. I mean, it's like a throwback to to your days in uh, you know elementary, middle, high school, where where like Memorial Day is just the you know you're 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 encroaching on the the end of the school year, start of summer. Um, you know, depending on your snow days and such, you know, you could be just within a couple of weeks of the end of your school year. And then Labor Day, of course, is, I think, like, what, like, usually the first weekend or the second weekend of school. So, um, yeah, Labor Day as an adult is often a reminder that the kids are back in school. And, uh, and of course, like you said, that the summer, summer's over, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. So, um, went there. What was cool was I got to meet up with, uh, a friend that had just moved up there, and we caught a uh, we caught a ball game at uh, at Fenway. The office is in the Fenway neighborhood, and so uh, got to catch the um, the Red Sox play the Angels. Mm. Uh, and so I got to see Shohei Otani in real life. And that man is a beast. <laughs> uh, what was crazy was we bought like because it was May, early May baseball. Um, there's like not many people. Like it's not expensive yet. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, hype hasn't hype it, hasn't been drummed up nearly enough for the for the. Yeah, and also the the Red Sox are, are struggling this year, and so I think you, like we were sitting lower bleachers, so like lower grandstand. You walk in, you're not even walking up the stairs. We're like essentially a little bit to the right of home plate. Uh, and that was like $29 dollars ticket. Now, what was also crazy was they do all the security stuff outside the stadium, and then you can buy your food. There's like the Lansdowne Street and another street. They have all like the uh, the ball game sort of uh, snack for bears or whatever. And so I think we each got a hot dog or like a or something like that, and then um, walked right in, found our seats, bought some cracker jacks, and as the game was going on. Um, they also sang Sweet Caroline, so that was like a, a cool sort of experience. So like, you know, it's one of like the things that they do, the tradition at uh, Fenway. It's cool to see the green monster in person. Um, and then as the game wore on, it was like tied 4 4 
going into extra innings and people were leaving, um, I guess because nobody really cares. It's also like May baseball, so it's like it's exciting, but also you can sort of leave. Um, and so we uh, were able to sneak all the way down to like the, essentially the second row. And like essentially the, the players are above us at this point. You can really get a sense of like how big these players are, how fast the ball yeah, gets pitched. Yeah. And then uh, we saw it was tied 4-4 going into extra innings. And then the Angels scored seven runs in the wow, inning. Wow, really? Yeah, so like multiple oh, home runs. Um, I knew it was a blowout. I didn't know how it was a blowout. That's crazy. And so it was. It was great. A lot of action. A lot of home runs hit. A lot of a couple of home runs hit over the Green Monster. It was great. So yeah, um, I'll be going up to Boston more frequently because I can just take the. uh, I can just take the train up, and it's super easy. Yep. Um, So I think door to door from the apartment to either the hotel that's in the neighborhood. Or the office itself is like five and a half hours, and four it's on the train, and like otherwise it's like super easy. So all, nice. all, all in all, super super straightforward to get there. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, then the the week after that, my parents came into town. We were doing a uh, celebration for uh, dad's birthday, Mother's Day, and my sister recently got engaged. Oh really? Wow! Congratulations yeah, to her. Congratulations to my sister. Uh, and so we were all sort of like wrapping it all up. Uh, in, the, in the one great weekend, and so uh, we went to a nice steakhouse uh, on Friday night. Uh, do you still eat a lot of red meat? Not really. Yeah, not do really. You eat meat? I do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just had some chicken a lot earlier of, today. Of poultry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I haven't. I don't really eat a ton of uh, a ton of red meat. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's mostly just uh, what's it called. Um, just a lot of poultry, I have to believe, right? Yep, a lot of fish, a lot of chicken. Um, I've never, we've talked about it before, I know, on the podcast, but I've never been like a huge fan of prepping meat myself, um, partially out of laziness. Um, I guess that's, uh, partially out of laziness, laziness, and it's not something that I like did a lot. So like, yeah, I ate a lot, I ate plenty of meat growing up. My, my, my parents would often prep it, but it was just something I never really did. And when I'm doing my own food prep and stuff, I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, rather it's easy enough to just throw a bunch of vegetables, mushrooms, whatever, into whatever dish I'm making and, uh, and, and be good with that. So there you go. Yeah. So, um, we, uh, you know, we did that and then, uh, the next morning we got dim sum together. We, we booked a table at, uh, at this ping pong club called spin, which I think, uh, you know, for those that don't know, it's essentially like a club-like atmosphere, and there's like maybe two dozen ping pong tables, and so it's sort of like I mean, kids can go there. Like when we were there, there's a kids' birthday party going on, but you, there's a there's a there's a bar. Uh, you can order food there, and they run a lot of tournaments that you know stars sort of come in and play, like you know ping pong like athletes or say or so on and so forth, and. So it's good for the entire family to play ping pong. It's been a minute since we've all played together. Um, and so it was a great weekend. Um, I, uh, I also, as they were leaving, um, rather after I left, um, I went to uh, get an outfit for an Indian wedding that I'm going to this coming weekend on Memorial Day. And so I'll tell you a little bit about that in a second. But this past weekend, so the weekend that, uh, of, of our recording... On Friday, Carol and I, we went to one of her really, really close friends' wedding in, uh, in Jersey. 
so we got to celebrate that. That was a really great time. Um, and then we came back yesterday, and today uh, what we ended up doing was uh, well, last night, you know, yesterday we hung out with Earl and Ellen on their deck, uh, which was which is nice. It's always nice to have someone who has like a dedicated patio space in the city, you know? Yeah. And then we were playing Mahjong with them and some of their friends till like maybe two in the morning. And then we, I don't think we went to bed until like three. Jeez. So um, that's why you're doing not words and other things at, at such crazy hours? Yeah, right? Uh, and, I, and I banged that out. Do you see how quickly I did that? I don't know how you did. I, I started it. Uh, just so I, I can't, sometimes I make the mistake of starting something when I don't. I'm not able to give it my complete undivided attention. Uh, like I'm not saying that I'm taking breaks from it, but I might have Gordon talking in the background or something, which kind of throws it off. So I spent like 60 seconds in it earlier, like I don't know, a couple hours ago. But that's it. Um, but yeah, you flew through it, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to even come close to getting it done that quickly. Um, but we'll see. I'm gonna try. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we woke up, and today, what was nice was uh, I. It's Carolyn's birthday tomorrow, and so happy birthday, Carolyn. Her. Yeah. Early, um, technically, but still. Yeah, early birthday. Um, so in order to celebrate, uh, I got her a uh, a day at the slot. So. Uh, there is this place, you can look it up, it's called Sojo Spa, uh, S-O-J-O, uh, it's in uh, Edgewater, New Jersey, I'd say, it's like right, right across the, uh, the the bridge from us, it's like from our garage to the, uh, to the spa, it's maybe 25 minutes, you would just take it right over the GW Bridge and come down, um, and what's cool is it's a very Instagram sort of friendly uh, spa, and so... Um, what's nice about that is they have like an infinity pool that looks out onto the city. Um, but I got us essentially a day pass. And so once you go in there, like you can stay as long as you want. Um, and there's like all these different sauna rooms. There's all these pools that you can, um, enjoy time in. And you, uh, you essentially like, because, uh, you get a locker and, Put all of your stuff away. They give you this band, like a sort of a wristband, uh, this plastic wristband, and it's all RFID chip. And so, if you uh, if you need to buy anything, you just tap with the wrist, and then oh, wow. you check out on the way uh, way out. And so, Karen and I, we just bought some food. There's like a full food court, um, and we, we we bought like you know food and, and drink and. Uh, we spent, we got there at maybe one fifteen, and we left at like 7.15. Um, and it's been a really hot day out in, in New York City this weekend. I don't know how hot it was where you were. No, not um, hot. Not hot this weekend at all. You guys are 90. Plus degrees. Yeah, you guys are in the 90s. It was, it's, it's actually been cooling down this week. Um, it's right now it's 54 here. Um, our high today was 63, was 62, sorry. Um, and we're pretty much like 60s, 40s, 50s this week. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy also because not only has it been super warm, but the humidity's been kind of out of control. Um, the uh, the Brooklyn Half Marathon, the the officially sanctioned uh, New York Road Runners uh, Half Marathon, was uh, was this past Saturday, and I don't know if you heard, but uh, somebody died. Yeah, I did. 
Yeah, it was a, it was really tragic. Um, mm. One person passed away, and fifteen people uh, had to go to the hospital. Yeah, um, it was so. For those that don't know, the the race happens this weekend every year, and the weather is extremely temperamental this time of year. Uh, most of the times, it's probably in the like high fifties, low sixties, um, and it takes for it. it if for running in the city, it takes a while to transition seasons. Uh, normally, you're still accustomed to running in like high, maybe high 40s, high, maybe up to like mid 50s. And, you know, mid 40s is like the dream where you don't really need to wear too much. You go running. It's cold when you start running, but then once you like heat up, it's like the perfect. You can't overheat. But it's not necessarily the temperature you'd think that would uh, get you in trouble. It's the humidity because the race started at like 75 degrees, but the humidity was 95%. And so at, at that type of humidity level, it's really hard for your body to regulate temperature. Um, it yeah. actually can't sweat out uh, as effectively as it normally does. And then, you know, weekend warriors like, like us who are, who are running like this, uh, are known to push on race day, and so you, you really have to protect people from their from themselves. From themselves, exactly. Um, now, granted, you gave, I, I give the uh, the run sort of uh, organization a lot of credit because they sent a lot of emails out. They're like, "Hey, it's going to be really hot and all this stuff," and just just you know, sort of be mindful of all that. But it's uh, it's still a really tragic thing that uh, this one passed away. A thirty-two year old, I think, passed away. I thought it was thirty, but yeah, oh, yeah. young, so, young, yeah. definitely young. Very young. Early 30s at the very least, yeah. Super, super sad. Yeah. And so, oh, uh, I knew a friend that, that ran and did, did decently well, but they also started super early. And so, it was, uh, they were able to get sort of done before. Before that heat kicked in. It really got bad, yeah. But yeah. I, I also had friends that, uh, that decided the, the morning of not to run it. Um, wow. Just to say, you know, they undertrained. It's not a yeah. deal. Um, it's also one of those Smart. things where... Yeah, it is super smart. No sense in, no sense in. If you this friend had already known that they had undertrained, and so if you know you undertrained, it's the easiest way. Like this is what I did for the New York City Have I undertrained? I overexerted, and next thing you know, like my knee's still sort of bumming me out right now. Yeah, and, yeah. And there's the and thankfully uh, they had already run the race before, and so it wasn't like it was their first time. There's that extra. Like, oh, there's all this excitement. I'm trying to get it done. Uh, they had already run it a few times, and so knowing that there, there's there's absolutely no upside to essentially getting hurt on a race you've already run where you know you can't PR in a safe way, it's like why why do it at all? Yep. And so um, I stupidly signed up for the race thinking I was going to be there, even though uh, it was already in the calendar. I, I do this all the time. Uh, sign up for stuff. Uh, don't check the calendar and get really upset that I can't do it. Um, yeah, I understand. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, so so like I said today, um, we went to the spa because it was going to be really warm out. The last time we were at the spa was in Australia many years ago, where wow. they were undergoing their own heat wave. Uh, it was like 130 degrees out, and we went to the spa, which is kind of nice. Um, so yeah, we we, we got changed. Uh, we met up, we started going into like, you know, there's an infrared room where the temperature was like a hundred degrees, we went to one that was like 180 degrees. Um, and so, you know, that, that initial sweat is the, the gunk sweat, you know, like, 
it's all uh, it's also about the science of like extra oily and you're trying to like uh, it's all the uh, the impurities we'll say if you believe in that kind of stuff. And then as you as you go out through the day, the more you sweat, the cleaner the sweat becomes because uh, your pores have opened up and all of the impurities are out. And so we uh, we went through a few of the uh, the saunas and then to cool off we went to the infinity pool. Um, I think uh, Karen posted uh, a picture of uh, of that on her, on her story or something. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, and so that was really cool. And then we went inside, uh, yeah. we got some lunch. I got myself a nice poke bowl. She got herself like uh, some sort of, uh, I think it's like uh, uh, Asian beef, some sort of teriyaki beef thing. Um, and then we got a water. And it was nice because we ordered, and then we just tapped our wrists. And then, yeah, you'll, you'll pay when you leave. Um, and then... Uh, went back to a couple more saunas we went to a couple more soaking uh sort of uh pools whether it was like you know this carbon rich pool whether it was like this japanese silk pool um there was also like a an ice not an ice bath per se but sort of like a, a very cold waterfall that you could walk under and everyone was like bitching and moaning about how cold it was and i would just you know <laughs> go over just like walk around and it's like, this is totally not you got everyone's like everyone's being a little extra about all this stuff it's not like we're part of the polar bear club where it's actually like you know freezing cold or something. Yeah. Um, and so it was a good day. Then we, we we just got back, and so that's uh, that brings us to this weekend. And then I can now talk about the coming weekend, which is Memorial Day weekend. Now I'll take a break, but I will say that I'll ask you this: um, What are your plans for uh, for Memorial Day? I don't have any. Um, yeah, I don't have any. We get a four day weekend at my office, so we have Friday and Monday off. I actually need to double check to see what Gordon's daycare has because they often mimic no nah, I don't want to say often they sometimes mimic the holiday schedule of the employees um so I need to I need to confirm that because if he if they're open I'm 100% dropping him off at daycare I'm take a free day and do do stuff around the house but um if not I mean he and I are probably just going to be doing stuff Lane is, Lane will be working on Friday so I'll probably like take him to the park or do do whatever I think I did see that at least the forecast today for now shows that Friday it's going to be there's going to be some uh, some rain so I hope not if uh if he does end up staying home um Lane's mom is coming coming into town she'll be with us for the summer so she arrives on Sunday before Memorial Day so maybe we'll nice. do some type of like maybe we'll like barbecue on uh on Monday or something I'm not really sure and then uh, the following weekend is actually Euron's wedding, so I got to uh, I got to I got to get up my speech and make sure I finish that up. Are you doing a speech? Yeah, I'm doing the uh, so I'm, I'm the best man, but we're doing Ooh. we're doing the toast um, the day before at the rehearsal dinner. They uh, they have okay. yeah, so it will it won't be as as large of a crowd, but they are uh, they're trying to keep on uh, on a uh, a rigid ish schedule. They say that I, I don't know how rigid their schedule actually is. I, I said that, but I, I really don't actually know how how much they're trying to to plan but i will say that in general weddings often never go according to uh to the way you plan i don't know why sure. wedding planners don't accommodate like you know you know like in high school they have like passing periods and stuff or even in college like you usually get like 15 minutes between your classes so that you have enough time to walk to your destination and get to class and not be like out of breath running or whatever um i don't i, I feel like with weddings wedding planners are like okay we're going to be doing pictures from like you know, let's say it's an afternoon wedding, like five to six p.m. 
And then from there, you're going to be doing this from like six to whatever time. Like there's no, there's no buffer. <laughs> and, and so things always end up getting delayed and late. So, uh, yeah, I feel like, I feel like not many planners or, or, or venues accommodate for, for such things. But anyway, that's, that's my random aside. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, for, wait, you said that that's after Memorial Day, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fall. Where weekend. is the wedding? Is it in it's, Chicago? Yeah. It's in Chicago. Um, so we're not yeah, to travel like, for it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's nice to, it's nice to sort of do the, uh, the best man speech, uh, at the rehearsal dinner. Um, but, uh, the other thing was, so for Memorial Day, our plans are, we have three wedding ceremonies that we are attending. Three wedding ceremonies by two couples two cities in one weekend and so i want to walk you through the uh the itinerary for this carol and i and a friend uh, that we're driving up we're leaving the city around 10 a.m on friday we took off friday we're driving up to portland maine uh we should get there around 3 to 4 p.m uh we're gonna check into the hotel we're gonna grab dinner with with some friends and uh that's the first night uh Saturday at around 10.30 a.m. is when the Indian ceremony for the first couple begins. And so you have to wake up, obviously, earlier than that to get ready. Um, and we will also be bringing the clothing that we, that we will need to change into to the venue because uh, one of our friends is also coming with us to Boston for another friend's wedding that's happening on Saturday. So... That friend is also performing in a dance that should be at around 4 p.m. or 3.30 or 4. Once he's essentially immediately done with that dance, he's going to change. I'm going to change. And then we're going to hoof it down from Portland, Maine to Boston, which is about a two-hour drive if there's no traffic. Maybe 90 minutes to two mm. hours. Okay. The other friend's ceremony will have already you know, come and gone at 3 or maybe 4 p.m. 5 p.m. is cocktail hour, and at 6 p.m. is reception from 6 to 10. And so we will be there for the reception part from 6 to 10, celebrate, drink, dance, so on and so forth. Um, I will then drive us back from Boston to Portland, Maine, and then on Sunday is the original couple who had the Indian ceremony on Saturday morning. They're doing their Western ceremony on Saturday afternoon. So that does give me a chance to sleep in, catch my catch my breath, so on and so forth. Uh, and then we drive back Monday from Portland down back to, to New York City. And so we're we're going to be putting about a thousand miles on our car just wow. on this trip. Yeah, it's nuts, especially yeah. with gas prices these days. How how much is gas in your area? Um, a, a shade under five, I'd say, like four, wow. four, four okay. seventy something. Okay, yeah, we we've hit five here. Gas is not cheap here, and uh, we were above five as I was driving around today. I'm like, yo, like, you really start, you, you really have to start thinking about, you start have to, you have to start factoring in the cost of fuel when making weekend plans. Like, I don't, I'm I'm sure there are plenty plenty of people who do this in normal days, right? But like, as I'm driving around and I see gas prices at five dollars a gallon, I'm like, yo, every like twenty five to thirty miles, depending on if you're doing like city or highway driving. Uh-huh. It, that's five five bucks. So if we go out for an extended weekend, like today, we we probably went out clock like sixty or so miles in the car. I mean, that was ten dollars alone just driving around. Um, that's when you really have to start considering like 
let's uh let's just do stuff around the house like let's just right. let's just walk everywhere and uh considering that we live in the midwest there's a lot of things that are there's plenty of like we can't really walk to get food like we could we could like it would take us an like an hour which isn't really reasonable to do with gordon so you know that's that's close enough to drive but there just isn't a ton that's walkable around their house to do beyond like parks and so uh yeah that's uh yeah yeah so um so that's that's the memorial day weekend and then that uh i think we calmed down for just a touch um and then uh i think the next trip that we'll take is july 4th where we're going upstate um to to do the annual you know july 4th trip have you ever come on one of those I you have have you I went to was I'm trying to remember the uh the the dinner at the farm that was a, that was a friendsgiving so that, that was a friendsgiving yeah I don't think I've done a July 4th one I think uh, we were go- I think we were going to and I think something happened I think something came up where we weren't able to do it or maybe yeah I, I think I feel like yeah, we were I trying think, I, think I feel like we were trying to. to do it and something yeah I mean maybe yeah maybe I was coming up on the wedding I don't remember though. It's been a while. It was a while since then. Yeah. So, um, so that so that would be that. Uh, but but otherwise, yeah. It's a this is like the stretch of uh, of weddings, and I think this is the rest of the uh, the rest of the weddings. Uh, this will be it until uh, our wedding uh, in January. Uh, it sounds like you've had like a really social. Uh, uh, past couple of weeks as well as upcoming couple of weeks, which is which is good. Um, it like it's been so long. I know like I know that COVID numbers are, are back on the rise. Things are getting a little bit more concerning, but I feel like in in the states we've uh, we've almost put COVID in the back burner as if it's something we shouldn't worry about. I've certainly been guilty of this now myself. Like I'm not wearing my mask a lot of places that I go, um, and. I'll still wear it from time to time, but just nowhere near, near as much as I used to. Um, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same, same anymore. It's not. Uh, but I feel like most of the people that were around are 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 are, um, are vaccinated, if not like boosted yeah. as well. So it helps. It helps with that regard. But it is. It, it's it's really refreshing to be able to do some of these things again, and especially now that the weather's getting nicer. Exactly, and it's. Uh... It's interesting because when I was in Boston, mask wearing was like few and far between. Didn't really wear a mask anywhere. Mm, I see. In New York, uh, definitely still wear a mask on the subway. Uh, and sometimes I just won't take it off, even when I'm outside, just out of pure laziness. I'm about to walk yeah. in somewhere again. Yeah. Uh, and in, you still have to wear them in Ubers. And so uh, that, that's one of those things where it's, it's, it's still good to have a mask on your person, I'd say. Yeah. So I at like if I'm by myself, I'll often wear it in like grocery stores if I'm like running into Target or Aldi, whatever it is. Um, I wear it into Gordon's school, although it's not required anymore for parents to wear them or the kids. Um, the teachers all still wear them um, in my office. You have to be so. Uh, so in the office, if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear your mask. Most people aren't wearing their masks in the office, um, but that's not that's not, you know, that's not everybody there are still people who are wearing masks who who are almost certainly vaccinated despite that so it it's like i i wish i wish i could tell you that i had a hard and fast rule with it but i don't it's uh it's just kind of like based off of feeling like how do i feel like this place might be if i'm getting onto like a public train or something like that which 
doesn't happen very often, but we did go down to the city a couple weeks ago in the train. And so, um, you know, if it, if it's crowded, then yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw the train on, uh, the train car that we were on though, was like pretty much unoccupied. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like you, you sort of play it, you play every moment by ear now. It's, uh, it just requires a lot more flexibility. You never know if you're going to be all of a sudden like with a ton of people or if you're able to, yeah, you know, like not, not need to wear like, you, for example, in our apartment building, um, if you're writing with just family members, you don't have to wear it. But if you're with other folks, you have to wear it. Um, and so it's just one of those things where you have to be a little bit more mindful of, uh, of just like your surroundings. You know, that's what makes it, uh, makes it a little more interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that's really it. Um, well, I'm glad that I was able to give uh, quite the, uh, the the rundown on everything. Yeah, it's good to hear. I know that I, I know that when we came back from England, um, you had that Boston the Boston trip queued up, but obviously we didn't get to speak about it then. So I'm glad we were able to hear it. Yeah. So uh, glad uh, glad we got into the books. So I I don't know if. Uh, you know, realistically, I'll be able to. Well, I certainly won't be able to record this weekend, uh, uh, this coming weekend. But if we, if we can find time, maybe we'll, we'll squeeze one in somewhere. Yeah, let's try to do that. That'd be good. All right. Yeah, we would have to do it maybe Wednesday. I know that we're already pushing recording, but this is the inner workings, <laughs> you guys. This is like, yeah. like if you were a Patreon subscriber, you would get to hear all of this. Uh, that uh, very that thrilling planning content. Yeah. Yeah, it's a behind the scenes. This is yeah. behind the scenes. Is this, this is what the Patreon? Footage. Is this what the behind the scenes sounds like for those for for that uh for those other um podcasters and such? I bet. I bet. Nah, you know. I'm, I'm uh, glad I'm not on Patreon. Are you're not on Patreon? You don't, no, you don't no, subscribe no, to. No. Are there any content subscriber or content producers that you give money to? Um. That one dude on Twitch, I told you that I watch him play Mario with Twitch Prime. So that, that, that's about so that that's, that's, a, that's about Prime it. Count. <laughs> that's about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking anything else, but I don't think so. Like, I've never, I've never, I've, I don't have a Patreon account um, to like even pay anybody, and I don't like do because I know YouTube has a. Um, a like subscription type of thing where you can pay or, you know, I don't, I don't know what they call it. Cause like the normal follow is to subscribe on YouTube, but they also have like a support your, your, um, uh, creator type of thing where you can pay them as if it were Twitch. Um, but I don't really, but I've never done that. So yeah. What about you? I'm, any like uh, independent YouTubers or, no. okay. And, and Hutch's is purely Twitch prime too. Yeah. But I have to remember to do it. Apparently, when I did it recently, I'm up to 30 months. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm at like 50 or so on the dude that I follow. Oh, yeah. And I don't watch Twitch otherwise. That, that's the only person, <laughs> that's the only person yeah, I watch I on Twitch. Like, I have to like really remember to do it, but Yeah. So. All right, well, let's get out of here. All right, sounds good. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We will see everyone next time. I'm going to go